Honk. Honk. Sweet. Honk. Honk. Great. All right, let's turn on everything so the people can hear us. Okay. Um, I totally forgot to post a last session uh, recap, so I will go ahead and do it. Uh, last session, you guys, after making a deal with a hag the session before, decide to go find a, um, a guide from Thither to Yon. When you get to where the guide is supposed to be, you are met by a group of children, uh, the oldest being 11, almost 12. Um, they want help freeing their friends from the hag. Uh, a lot of bickering back and forth ensued. Should we help now? Should we help later? Um, what if the hag knows it's us? Then she can just tell Vansa to bring the kids back, etc, etc. And then you met your guide, and your guide was like, Well, I kind of need oil, and the only place we can get that special oil is from the hag's house. So you're sort of forced into going um, into the hag's house either way and decided to free your children while you were there. The plan went off without a hitch. <laughs> Mostly, <I'm so> bad. <laughs> Mostly because the boggle rolled a zero on its intelligence check <laughs> to try and identify Vansa in any way. Um... You guys took this little oil can, squirt uh, as your guide through the mountains and into Yawn. Um, so, you guys travel through the thick fog for quite a while, and then you break through the fog as a group and um, you are immediately met by the sight of just absolutely huge mountains routed in fog and you stand next to a pond on a path that winds between the rocky crags of a mountainside the sky is dark and full of rolling thunder clouds the other places were shadowed by dusk and this one appears to be nighttime or just extremely filled with storm it's it's so hard to tell what time it is just because it is so covered with like storm clouds um there is this like greeting of a howling wind that hits your face the second you come out of the fog and for a second lightning splits the sky striking 
nearby mountaintops and illuminating a distant pinnacle of rock that has this, like, foreboding castle carved out of it. Welcome to Yawn. What are you guys doing? Uh, Vance is probably just staring at the castle. <clears throat> That would be over here, by the way. Yeah, I am pinging it for you. Yeah, just kind of like lost in like the scope of things. This map is so big, but it's so pretty. It is. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, the little oil can sort of uh, nudges at Sabrina's foot and goes, well, I've got to get back now, but, um, what are you guys looking to do here? Get your stuff back? And when the oil can says that, Alec, you feel that same sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach that says whatever you lost is here. It's here somewhere. Um... Yeah, um, little oil can. Do you happen to know, like, where the hag's place is? Is there a hag here? The little oil can gestures with its little spout over to the castle that was illuminated. Wonderful, I really <laughs> should have guessed that on my own. Um... Is there anything you need us to do, or...? No, I just needed my oil. Um, if you meet a guy named Amador around here, he should be able to help get you from um, Yawn to the palace, or from Yawn back to Hither, the place you first started. Okay, so we can go back. Yeah, you can go back to any of the places. You just probably gotta find the guide that took you there. Or, I mean, you know the ways now. You could make your way back, but it would be hard without, you know, a native. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think we'll be, we'll be fine, right? Well, I hope you get some stuff back. Maybe. And when the oil can maybe there's like another strike of lightning <laughs> that illuminates the the dimmy point you're on. That goes well. Not maybe flies away. <laughs> yeah, it the little oil can squirt is his name, just is Sort of gives a little oil can shrug at you and then wanders back the way he came. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, okay, what's the plan? So the castle is all the way. It's a, it's a, away. Little, it's a little far. What is 
Okay. So what you guys can see right now is it appears that there is some sort of mine or some sort of structure behind you. It looks like a sort of stone hinge structure up on a plateau in front of you. There are these huge pillars where um, lightning seems to be striking in some places. And then these little like chimney things up here that seem to at some points spew fire out of them. And then there is a very large castle. Okay. There's so much to do. I think, like, the best route is to beeline for the castle, right? Yeah, but, like, we don't know what's over there. Aren't we also looking for the unicorn horn? What are we? Right. Yeah, but you guys have had no leads on where the unicorn horn is yet. Huh. <laughs> I mean, we could look around and see. Is there light coming from over here? Yeah, there's some light coming from the mines and behind you. And that's probably the shortest. That's only maybe one, two miles away, if even. That's actually a pretty short distance. Yeah, maybe there's, like, maybe there's people. And they know where it is, but... It's up to you guys. This is a this is a group. If I've learned anything, this is a group effort. <laughs> My opinion doesn't I mean, always we matter. Could, we could go towards the light. That's fine. head towards the mines um as you make your way there um you get about halfway there and you see two figures standing on an outcrop of rock outlined against the stormy sky one is a slender female elf wearing a crescent moon mask and the other is a three-foot-tall dandelion with a small rapier strapped to its stem. A honeybee the size of an orange buzzes around the dandelion's bright yellow head. And the elf is the first to notice you. Um, as she points in your direction, the dandelion draws its rapier and assumes a defensive pose. The honeybee buzzes more loudly as it flies circles around the two of them. Let me show you what you are seeing currently. Let me show you the art of this strange little group. Oh, <gasps> I'm, I I'm love them. Oh my god. <laughs> So there's the dandelion with the sword and his little friend who is buzzing around his head. And then there is um, the elf with the crescent face, or mask, not face. Um...
you recognize um, one of the elves. Well, no, not you guys. Breach recognizes the elf and goes, oh my god, Gleam! And starts running towards her. Um, the dandelion sticks out its rapier, <laughs> not understanding what's happening, and nearly gets Breach, but um, misses, and the elf goes, oh, you st stop it, and swats the dandelion away as she wraps Breach up in a big hug. What are the rest of you guys doing? Is this like a platonic <laughs> hug, or is this like a hug of things past? <laughs> Roll insight for me. Cool. One sec. So what I'm because I have fun. This is what I'm good at. Give me a second. Jesus, what am I- I can't click stuff on my computer, apparently. Insight? Mm -hmm. So plus two. <laughs> no! So, ten. Um, from what you're able to read, Breach is just, like, happy to see her, but you can't tell if it's romantic or platonic. Oh, no. <laughs> uh huh. Great. <laughs> you look great. I'm having the best day. What a great day. <laughs> um, Gleam hugs her back. Um, and though it has no mouth, and you're not really sure where the noise is coming from, the dandelion you hear goes, Oh, you two know each other? Do you know the rest of them? And then assumes another defensive pose against you guys. No, 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 no. We're with, we're with Breach. We're with Breach. <laughs> we're friends. Breach goes, yeah, guys, yeah. So, this is Gleam. We used to be part of an act. Where's Glister? Your sister. And Gleam's face immediately sort of falls into a frown and she goes, the, the hag has her. Oh, I, I like lean over to Sabrina. Oh, I was about to say like, oh god, she's dead, but she said that, so Vance is gonna be like, okay, no, wait, that's okay. Never mind. I thought it was way worse. We're fine. <gasps> Very happy you didn't say that out loud. Yeah. We're, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh. Apparently, Burley's brother is in there, too. You you know the bugbear, Burley. Hurley. Burley and Hurley. No, no. <laughs> Burley and Hurley, the bugbear brothers. I would, I would watch that movie. Um, but so, Hurley's in there, Why too. are you guys... What? Um, why are you guys, like... You were an act? What happened? Oh, um... Well... <laughs> oh my god! It's the same thing as all fans! They <laughs> start dating each other! Pick up! Um, 
No. We came here to... This hag is big on performances. She has her own stage. A lot of people come here to get their start. So we showed up, but the hag, Indolent, is super superstitious. She believes, apparently, that um, her own demise is supposed- she's supposed to die during an eclipse, but because there's no moon here, um, the hag assumed it would be symbolic, and I have a moon mask, and my sister has a sun mask, so she tried to trap us, and, um, when we came here to try and beseech her for, you know, a better act than at the carnival. But I got away and my sister didn't. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm really sorry to hear that. I was more asking why, like, Reach, did you come to the Feywild with them, or like... Oh, me? No. I, um... No, we we were never part of like the same act. I never did an act. I was just the healer. Oh, okay. That makes oh, sense. Oh, okay. That makes a lot that makes a lot of sense. No, Glister and Gleam were an act all of their own. I was just the medic. I've always been just the medic. Okay. Yeah, you don't strike me as I mean for, no offense, but you don't strike me as the acting type. I'm not the acting type either, so... Oh. <laughs> None taken. Um, the dandelion at this point, again, you see no mouth, you see no eyeballs, you have no clue where the sound is coming from. Um, but the dandelion sheaths his sword, and in our true, like, I lost something once <laughs> moment, he goes, Well, I'm on the run after freeing this bee from a cyclops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met Gleam because I was on the run. Um, and I have resolved to help her save her sister. Me and my little Polynea. And he <laughs> gestures to the bee, which is like the size of a very large orange. <laughs> so, like, where where is the Cyclops located? Oh, near his, um, beehive. Uh, it's, it's... <laughs> Wait, so you freed a bee from a beehive? It's home? Well, the Cyclops is... The, the Cyclops was very mean. Is he mean to the, his the bees, bees or just to you? Me. Well, <laughs> you know, I don't like your attitude. <laughs> <laughs> The bee also does not really seem to have sentience. It just seems to be a giant bee. Oh, so so the dandelion is just a... Not the dandelion. Whatever it is. Is just whatever it is. And the bee oh, followed yes, it because it's yeah, a plant. Yeah. That, that seems to be the case. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Vance is just enthralled with the bee. She is, she is like scribbling down notes about this bee. You figured it'd be the talking dandelion, but no, it's the bee. The giant bee. Just a bee. Um. 
Okay. So, like, where is the... Like, relative to where we are, where's the beehive? Oh, the beehive is, um... And he sort of points, and I'll pin it for you over over here. Oh, so, like, like in no way to where we are going. No. No, he does not seem to be putting you all in danger by hanging out with this bee in any way. <laughs> Um, but Gleam's gonna look at Breach and the rest of you guys and be like, I don't suppose me and Amador can help you out in any way, can we? Uh, if you guys can help us out. Um, yeah, uh. That, that sounds nice. Yeah. I'm gonna look I'm at in. the, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I guess it's nice. <laughs> I mean, unless you don't think it's nice, and then, like, we can talk about it. Are, are no, you sure? No, 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 it's fine. Yeah, okay. I mean, we're all going in the same direction. Oh, so you guys are headed towards Motherhorn, the, uh, the castle? Or, it looks like you guys are going towards the mines. I mean, we're also kind of looking for a unicorn. Okay, why? <laughs> can I roll inside? She can be su- she, she a double agent. Are you sure getting you're sussy. Just getting she on her because... <laughs> a narc? Is she a narc? I feel like you might be a bit jealous of Gleam. <laughs> Is she a narc? Roll insight. Roll another insight check. I want to know if she's a narc. <laughs> Give me a second. She's asking, what for? I mean, why does it matter? Well, it's like the thing that will get rid of the hags. Yeah, but also her sister is held by the hag, so like... Um... Ooh, yes! I rolled a 21. Nice. I rolled a natural 19. Nice. She just genuinely doesn't know what you would need a unicorn horn for. She doesn't know that bit of the puzzle. <laughs> uh, because another unicorn told us to get it. Yeah, it was for her mate. That's so sad. I just have an image in my head of Sabrina just vibrating <laughs> with anger. <laughs> Seems sussy. Yeah. Arms crossed, fuming. <laughs> and this person who seems to be pretty nice. <laughs> pretty, pretty chill. Uh, well, uh, if we, you guys want to head to the mines first, that's fine. We were actually going the opposite direction towards the hinge, because there are some creatures called Korids there. I was going to see if they could help me maybe... You know, send a few people with us to help get my sister. I mean, we can go whichever way, but like, if you want to come with us first, and then we can go do your thing. 
The the only problem is the people at the mines, the Briganocks, they um beef with the Corids. So we probably shouldn't bring any of the Briganocks with us. But you're welcome to look for the horn there. I can put it off for a little while. I don't think my sister's being hurt. I just think she's being made to be to put on little plays and to stay there. So that that checks out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, that would be like if you want to wait. There's safety in numbers. So like if you want to come with us and do our thing first, we can then go do your thing. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. We can um, do that then. Ah, another adventure. The dandelion, <laughs> like, produced. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, um, I'm always down for another adventure. And Sir Talavar sticks his head out of Alex's pouch and goes, Now, I know you all thought I was annoying, but this is another level. Yeah. I mean, I never said you were annoying. Um, I think only one of us really said you were annoying. He squints over <laughs> at Opalise. <laughs> um. All right, so you guys continue to make your way to the mines now with your guide. And friends, including a very large bee with only two hit points in tow. Um, I'll protect this bee with my life. <laughs> it's a very chunky bee. Dude, it's a huge ass bee. Uh, so you guys make your way to the mine. Hmm. Oh shit, this doesn't look like a fun place. Um, you hear the sound as you approach this cave with like little stone creatures out in front of it. Um, and Gleam tells you that the Korids plant little stone sculptures of themselves there to scare the Briganok miners inside. Um, and so as you approach these little statues and you approach the cave, you hear the sound of hundreds of tiny little pickaxes and hammers chipping away at stone. It emanates from the mouth of the cave, um, that has, you know, those almost finger-like, uh, rock reaching towards the sky above it. Um, statues of the irate, hairy little corids, uh, are positioned outside so they lean around trees and peer over boulders, all staring at the cave entrance. So there's corids surrounding it, or those are miners? So, the corids outside are just statues. Um, Gleam explains, like I said, to you that, like, the cords put them out there as like a mean joke to scare the miners inside the cave. Okay. Okay, okay. 
So, is there a reason why you want to go to the Chords for help instead of them? Not particularly. They were just closer on the way. More practical. Yeah, that checks And out. the Pardimarks, they... They they both have their pros and their cons, but the Briganocks are really big into the feud, and like so are Korids, obviously. She gestures to the statues. But um the Briganocks take the feud really seriously. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. These statues are to scale. Yeah. They're they're pretty small creatures. They come to probably Sabrina's, like, knee. Maybe thigh. Okay. Okay. So do you guys go ahead inside? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, as soon as you step inside the cave, the tapping noise stops. Um, this... is super strange, but Gleam sort of just keeps walking, and as you guys follow her, um, the sound of the hammering resumes coming up from the depths. Um, this is a labyrinth. It is a twisting labyrinth of, like, eight foot high, three foot wide tunnels that corkscrew into the ground. Um, it's big enough to accommodate, like, horses or other beasts of burden, um, and you haven't encountered any little creatures yet. You have to walk for a good solid ten minutes before you see your first Briganock. Um, let me show you what they look like. There's five of them pushing a little cart. Oh, they're so cute! <laughs> Love them. Um, but yeah, there's five of these little Briganocks pushing a cart as you guys go along. And, um, these are the first Briganocks you've encountered, and they're pushing a tiny wheelbarrow, um, that contains ropes and pitons, pythons, um, they look surprised when they see you, they turn their little wheelbarrows around, and they retreat further into the mine without saying anything. Aww. Um, how, are they, like, gone-gone, or, like, are they just walking away? They saw you, made, like, a little, like, you know, like, a little squeak of, like, nervous, like, a nervous little squeak noise, and they whipped their little wheelbarrow around and just bolted in the other direction, like a full dash. Oh. Okay. I kind of wanted to talk to one of them. Um, what do we? Where do we want to go, guys? Get further? Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't see why we wouldn't. We would. 
that came off of sassy. I'm sorry, um, but <laughs> no, don't worry. It was not. It was nice. But, it was appreciated. Yes, uh, um, yeah, we should go. For, we should go further. Also, I'm going to need you guys as they run away from you uh, to roll Constitution saving throws, please. Oh no! A con save. Are we gonna get black <laughs> <laughs> the real dangers of this game, not the fights. Black one. Oh my god, Alec! Con save. Yes. Oh, I have a plus save. two. <laughs> Are you shitting my dick? That's a natural one. Yeah, I that's think. why it's no. difficult. Yeah. Is that a nat one? It's a nat one. I hate it here. I hate everything. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so I c- contract tetanus. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Hold on, I have to roll for the NPCs. Give me two seconds. Oh, it's gonna be one of those sessions, huh? Oh, is is Mason? Does Mason have to roll? I think Mason. Uh, Mason is not a creature. I'm like he's not like a you know a creature that can. Oh, I have to roll for Polynesia to the no. beat. No. My day goes from from bad to worse. Sabrina's no good, very bad day. Polynesia has a negative one constitution. No! no! They get advantage. Give them advantage. I give Polynesia bardic inspiration. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. I want them to live. We are emotionally they attached They get a D8. They get a D8 into their roll. Hey, if you rolled lower than a 19, the only thing that happens to you is you fall asleep. Cool. Did everyone? Wow. That's everyone. That's everyone. <laughs> so, as they run away, the little Briganox, um, they are squeaking in a language that none of you understand, and you all become very very sleepy and fall asleep on the floor just like where you stand everyone yes everyone (laughs) all of you fall asleep um (laughs) it's not when you wake up (laughs) oh my god hold on i hate it here so it's been a really great podcast. Um, when you wake up, the entire party, including the bee, is pinned to the floor with ropes and pythons, surrounded by Briganox. Oh my god, it's um, nice travels. Oh no. Jack Black's <laughs> Jesus. the middle picture. <laughs> <gasps> Wait. Um, one second. I may have something I can do to get out of this. Okay. Well, there's a lot um, of stuff I could do to get out of it. But. Well, while you're looking that up, you find yourselves amongst the Briganox staring up at a human. Um, a tall, slender human clad in dark leather armor seems to stare down at you. Um, their f- very friendly face in this circumstance is brightly illuminated by a tiny wisp of light that floats next to a mouse-sized creature perched on the human's so- shoulder. And this person says, 
Greetings, trespassers. Didn't anyone ever teach you how to knock? Well, it's a, um, let me show you. It's a cave, so there's no door. It's a cave. It's a cave door. Um, let me show you who you're talking to. We all to shared because the brain she's very there pretty. for a second. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, she, she sort of looks down at you guys just after her little quip looking for one of you to answer. So, can you, like, let us up? We really meant no harm. We're just looking for something. What are you looking for? Um. Can I make an inside check? Do they look friendly? You said that they have a friendly face. They do have a however, friendly we, face. However, we are tied down <laughs> to the ground. Um. We're here for a unicorn horn. Is there yeah, one like have around? You seen one anywhere? Unicorn horn. Um, in that little squeaking language that none of you guys seem to understand, she like chitters to this creature on her shoulder. Um, and the other brigonauts chitter amongst themselves, and the little creature on her shoulder chitters also. Um, and she goes. No, but I'm guessing you need it to free the Archfey that used to run this place? Yeah. Not too much. <laughs> okay, okay. Let him up. And almost instantaneously the Briganox get to work and you are free. Just like ropes and pittance or pipe, however you pronounce it just whipped off of you with lightning speed. Um, there are two Briganox hiding behind one of each of Molliver's boots um, just sort of staring at you guys as you are released. Uh, thanks. Um, thank you. So, so you haven't seen any kind of unicorn or anything? Or, like, do you know where we might find one? Uh, unfortunately, no. It would be nice if I had. The group I was with was looking for that as well. But, unfortunately, we were separated. Are they the hag, or are they in the mine? No, uh, they're scattered all over the plain. I think we were an adventuring group. We split the party, and that didn't end well. Oh. I haven't been oh. able to find anyone. We were called the Valor's Call, um... We were hunting this pack of villains and trying to reach the Archfey, um, but yeah. The, the villains, by the way, are called the League of Malevolence, um, 
I think mm -hmm. the other members of my group might be at the palace, but I'm not sure. Who makes up the League of Malevolence? Or maybe those who do not know. Oh, sure. Um, the League of Malevolence is just general. They're bad guys. They're like wizards and assassins. Um, let me pull up my notes on the League of Malevolence. Okay. League of Malevolence. Here we go. Um, there are five members of the League. Um, there's Kellick, there's Skyla, there's Warduke, there's Zarek, and there's Zargish. Um, and she goes through and describes each of them for you. Um, Pelik is a human man, long beard, um, at least I think he's human, long white beard, older gentleman, large dragon staff. Um, Skyla is a uh, human woman, I think. She wears a long ram's horn skull on top of her head. Real warlocky looking woman with like long dark hair. Um, a bunch of ravens garb. Uh, she likes bones. You'll know her when you see her. There's Warduke. He is never seen without his armor. If you see just like a massive fucking dude with glowing red eyes and a flaming sword. That's Warduke. Don't go anywhere near that man. He will kill you. Um, there's Zargish, like I said. Um, and Zargish is um, one of the more pitiful members of the group. Not the most pitiful. But uh, he has a serpent staff and um, a bat necklace. He is... Just he looks like a super low-ranking cultist, um, super super unmemorable. Uh, and then the last one is Zarek. Uh, he's like a little halfling, half orc man. I don't know his lineage. It's super weird. Um, but as she describes Zarek to you, you recognize him as the guy who is trying to kill the unicorn. Oh, oh shit. You mean the guy we murdered? Well, two people murdered? Yes. Uh, as she is describing Zarek to you, you do recognize um, him as the person Opalise's gauntlet <laughs> smashed into goo. Oh no. <laughs> so, um, you don't have- I don't think you have to worry about, like, one of them anymore. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 
so are they just wandering around or is this like are any of them in the mine like uh none do of they them like to hang out none of them that i know are in the mine they as as far as i'm aware i've i've you know i'm not much use just one adventurer so i've been trying to be helpful where i can but mostly that's just here with the briganox um I'm not really sure where they are. They may just be wandering about as well. Okay. Um, are there any Briganocks around? Yeah, there there are the ones that released you. Um, some of them are still staying around, but the only ones of like note are the one, the little creature that you saw on Molliver's shoulder now sticks its head out and you can tell that that's a Briganock. And then there are the two by her feet, sort of like hiding behind her calves. Can I address the one on her shoulder? So you're sure that the unicorn horn isn't somewhere in this mine or anything? I'm sure. Okay. Okay. Are you with the Corrids? No. Okay. And you're not after our wish stones? No. No. There's. What are wish stones? Don't worry about it! <laughs> 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 recoils into Molliver's hair and she gives an apologetic smile and goes they the Briganocks think that the Corids are trying to steal their wish stones um she looks at Gleam and Breach and she goes I've been to your carnival you know some of the wishes that you make there end up in these wish stones so if you pluck them it'll come true Any wish you've ever made, stored here in these mines. Seems like a pretty good stone. They are pretty good, and that's why the Briganox are worried about the Corrids trying to steal them, obviously. And, um, oof, it, what a feud that is. So, like, any wish we've ever made, or, like, just wishes that we made at the carnival? Oh, no. Any wish any humanoid has ever made stored here in these mines. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's not, like, like, laid out. Like, it's just random placement, or is it zones? zones. No, it's random. <laughs> you know, you know, alphabetized. Unfortunately, there is not an alphabetization <laughs> system. Um, but yeah, the Corrids I've heard are in league with Indolin. The Hag? Why? And Gleam goes, no, I've heard the Briganocks are in league with Indolin. And they oh, sort of no. stare at each other and realize that maybe there's a miscommunication happening. Oh. 
Yeah, I think this is a feud that we need to step in and and deal with. Are you telling me that the cords don't work with the hag? And Gloom goes, no, the cords think that the Briganox work with the hag. And they just sort of continue to stare at each other trying to figure out what's going on. we like try to explain to them that maybe neither of them were working for the hag I mean that might not be what the feud is about though yeah is it? yeah <laughs> Molliver has a small talk with um the Briganok on her shoulder in the Briganok's native language um, and goes, well, if you ever need a faster way to the, um, we have a secret entrance that the hag doesn't know about to get to the hag's house. You can take the long way around or Trig says, you can do the chasm test, and if you pass, Trig will show you. The, the, the what? The chasm test? Mm. Yeah, follow me, I'll explain it to you. And she takes you through several um, different tunnels and... Um, little, like, elevators and such, um, to this, uh, gaping chasm, um, on the far side of which is a grotto full of stalactites and stalagmites. A bridge constructed of wooden struts and beams spans the 100-foot gap across the chasm. Beneath the bridge is darkness dotted with purple lights and uh, don't feel safe Molliver goes if you can reach the other side of old jolly rivenwash chasm trig will show you to uh the secret entrance to get to the hag's house super quick, or you can go the long way around. But, like, what if you just showed us anyway? Like, unless it's on the other side of this chasm. She shrugs. She goes, that's what Trig said. Trig's in charge. I'm just here to protect the little guys. So we just... Uh, can I roll perception on the chasm? So Trig, like, why... Uh, sure. Go ahead, what are you looking uh, for? Just, like, what, like, the challenge, is the challenge just, like, getting, oh god, getting across the chasm, or, like, well, with that roll, I don't think it matters, but that isn't that one. Perception. But, I, I, yeah, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, um... 
You look at the bridge, you look at the little glowing dots, and you're like, eh, I don't know, it seems fun to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could just do this. It won't be that hard. Um, I mean, if we wanted to go do, uh, Glean? Is that your name, Breen? <laughs> My name's Gleam. Yeah, you, had it, you had it right. As in, yeah, I had right. it right. Okay, I had it right. The I had it right the first time. Um, if we wanted to do your thing first and then come back, it's fine with me. I didn't know the Briganocks weren't in league with the Hag to begin with, so I'm interested to see what the Corrids have to say. Yeah. Um, like, we could do that. Um, would that be okay? Yeah, would, whatever worked. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, w I was mainly oh. asking, uh, oh. <laughs> Oliver. Oh. Oliver looks at you and is like, I don't think me or Trig particularly care. So long as you're not here to steal the wish stones, we don't quite mind what you do. Okay. Oh, that works. Bye, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, we'll probably, we'll most likely, like, be back. Okay. He gives you a big old smile again and just is like, tell the chords we said fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can do that. He leads you guys up out of the mines, and you guys, I'm guessing, are making your way towards Lockbury Hinge. Yep. Yeah. Where the cords are? Okay. Um, would someone roll a d20 for me and let me yeah, know what they roll? Yeah, I got it. Oh, yeah, you got it. Okay. One. <laughs> Let's go. Are you shitting me? What is with the dice tonight? Are you shitting me? We die. We're dead. Um. So actually, that's not bad. That means you actually get there without running into anything. Um. <laughs> be like that ever again. <laughs> so you guys make your way to Lockberry Hinge. Any conversations that are had on the way there? It's a couple hours walk from the mine to the <laughs> <laughs> it's so Uh hey, Sabrina. Do I like look do I like uh -huh. look okay? What is it currently? Are they still yeah. wearing their little church clothes? Um, Vansa, also don't forget, the deeper you go into here, the more you've transformed. So if you don't mind, like... <gasps> oh my god. How has Vansa changed from Wither yeah. to Yawn? Um. <laughs> suddenly an old woman. Suddenly 16. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, she is actually a little bit shorter. Um 
than the last <laughs> transformation. Um, and the hair has gotten to like, like not butt length, but it would, it's like small of the back long now. Um, and the skin has gotten like even a more, um, more bluish gray than what the party is used to. Uh, the clothes are like, they they have kind of started to fit again, but like it's she's still a little too tall for them. Um, <laughs> not gonna lie, like, I've always hated, like, you look great, um, I've oh. always hated your outfit, because it, <laughs> I don't mean that rudely, I mean that right, in, like a, like a, like a constructive, there's so many, way, like, like, you're peer reviewing one of my papers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't say that to me, don't say that to me, a research, out of character, me, a research, don't you dare say that to me. <laughs> I'm upset. Um, but um, if you want to try something new or, like, something similar but different, I have, like, a bunch of clothes in my bag. Um, but it's up to you. You uh, look great either yeah, way. We, we can we can try something. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is my chance. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to go dig... I'm gonna dig through my bag. Do you want, like, what color, uh, what color skin? Black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> I can see what I have. <laughs> That's, like, the one color I don't have a ton of. Uh, a very, a very, very dark blue. I'm gonna go dig. Be okay. Like, but, you know, almost imperceptibly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. blue, so it might as well be black. Yeah, just know. I can pin this. I can pin whatever I grab. However, I am a lot <laughs> taller than you. Um, so it will be a little big, but I can pin it. This we can, can pin it and make gimmick. it work. Okay, yeah. It makes it fit better. It makes it fit better. <laughs> I can't really hem it. Okay. It will be long still. Um, can I dig through my bag? Oh my god, I've wanted to do this for so long. Um, I'm gonna pull out kind of a long sleeve black dress, very Wednesday Adams-esque. Oh my god. (laughs) I'm so happy! Finally! Finally! I got you right where I want you! Um, And I pull out a Wednesday Adams-style dress, long sleeves, there's some white accents, at like the collar um but it's fairly kind of form-fitting um kind of ends above the knees so it'll be about actually it would be shorter on sabrina so it kind of ends around (laughs) knee level for vansa (laughs) yeah yeah but i I will give her this (laughs) yeah i'll put this on Perfect. I'm just gonna. It'll uh, look great. And if it's too big, I will try pinning it for you. Quick. Uh, and you hear. So you take a minute to to do. Everyone, stop! What's he doing? 
we're doing an outfit change. This is a, a new hear, place, like, a new like, even outfit. if the outfit doesn't have zippers or, like, well, like, <laughs> like, rip, here, like zipper and, like, like, clothing rustling noises. Um, <laughs> wow, that's a change. A, ch- a chainsaw, a chainsaw starts up. <laughs> Jesus. There's Velcro sounds. Yeah, there's Velcro noises. Velcro How the fuck? Um. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm in it. Uh, how does it? How does it look? How big is it on them? How tall are you? Uh, oh. Five ten. And how tall like is Vanser right now? Four. <laughs> There's a couple extra inches uh, longer than it should be because if you're going from when when say Adams, it hits like right above her knee usually her dresses. It goes a little bit longer past the knee than you'd like, but it's not. Okay, but we all know more. Sabrina wears like mini dresses. So true. So actually, this doesn't fit too bad. <laughs> We all know Sabrina dresses a little bit <laughs> slutty for fun. Then on Vansa, it's a little bit more conservative than <laughs> Sabrina would like, but everyone else thinks it looks perfectly average. Okay, I'm going to pin it in the back just so it's not so much of a okay. box on you. We'll give you some shape. Some shape. We'll give you some shape. <laughs> Can I take some, like, bobby, not bobby pins, but, like, pins slash, like, hair elastic, you know? You know when a middle school girl gets a gets a school shirt and they rubber band it in the back and they tuck it in and it's fresh on. Yes, I, I have, <laughs> we lived, we lived through the 2000s. I have seen my more feminine friends do that. I've never done that personally, but I've seen other people. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Um, you so gotta give it just I shape. I do that for a band concert once. Because my dress wasn't hemmed. Yeah, it's to give it shape. So it's not... Because the shirts are not cut for a feminine figure. So... Yeah, you, you just the of moments and Gleam and Amador look kind of confused as this is all happening. They're not used to the group dynamics yet. Um But yeah, Vansa, you're in a dress. And it actually fits pretty good once Sabrina gives, you know, it some shape through some haphazard patching. Nice. When you don't turn it, we just can't look at it from the back. <laughs> Good. Uh, thank you. No problem. Yeah. Do you like it? <laughs> Do I believe <laughs> them? That's, that's a, that's a good, not yeah. confident. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, Vance seems to like it pretty alright. It looks like Amazing. she's more, and correct me if I'm wrong, Vance, it, it's more just like it's yes, new. It's, it's more a new, like a novelty thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
just let me know if you want to try anything else. I have plenty of outfits. So, um, do you have any, like... No, nah, that's too weird. Never mind. I'll, I'll ask that later. <laughs> Don't worry about it. What? <laughs> Uh-huh. So okay. after after a quick <laughs> clothing change, you guys head um the rest of the way to the Lockbury Hedge. Um which is um, atop a boulder. Uh atop a boulder strewn plateau stands a circle of eight megaliths. In the center of this hinge, a small, checkered game board with stone playing pieces rests on the ground near the dying embers of a campfire. Looks like someone was just here, but ran off when they heard you guys approaching. Can I make a look a perception check? Are they still around? Yeah, make a perception check for me. I have my strong suit. It's perception. Anything wisdom based. Uh, perception oh. or survival, whichever you're better at. Perception is better. Oh yes, fuck yes. Um, twenty one. You don't see uh anyone around, but what you do see with a twenty one perception are two little sets of footprints um, that run from the campfire uh, towards the stones, like the megaliths. And then they disappear into the stone. Oh. <gasps> are they stone people? Are the statues not actually statues? <laughs> oh my god. Can I knock on the stone? You Hello. You knock on it and there's no answer. Um you guys do notice that next to the campfire there is this little board game that doesn't appear to be finished. It's it's Is it like chess? It's chess akin. It's called um you guys would be sort of familiar with it. It's it's chess adjacent. It's called Crowns. Um, actually, I think I can show you the game board. I thought you were about to be like, it's called Chakars, <laughs> and I'd be like... It's called Crowns. Um, an examination of the checkered board, uh, reveals that the pieces depict a game in progress. Like I said, there are two sets of playing pieces, um, one made of shale and the other of chalk. Um, they're sculpted in the form of tiny corids, uh, the cloven-footed creatures with those wild beards you saw outside of the cave, um, you guys have seen this game before, or at least adjacent thing of it, um, Whoever's looking at the checkered game board super closely, go ahead and roll an intelligence check for me. Just a basic intelligence check. I'll go ahead and I'll tell you that the DC for this is 14. I have a plus yeah, zero I'll, I'll take a look at it. I'll take a look at it. 
Maybe we aren't the best I have people. A... You said just a, a flat intelligence check? Yeah, and if anyone's helping you, you can have advantage on it. With a, that was with a plus three. I got a ten. <laughs> Sick. Is that can I give him Bardic Inspiration? If you're helping, the DC was 14 and meets it, beats it. I'll also look at the board. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> okay. Um, you and Vansa sort of team up and look at the chessboard together and just barely, barely, it takes you longer than you're proud to admit. Um, you barely determine that Slate can beat Chalk in a single move. Should we, should we do the move? Yeah, I'll move the piece. The second you move the piece, you hear this loud yeah! as um, yeah! a little lady cord with like a stubbly little beard comes out clicking her hooves together triumphantly. And um, another cord comes out looking absolutely pissed, just muttering in the southern accent. Now, I don't understand why y'all had to go and do that. You just ruined that game for us already. <laughs> you did. Yes, you did. And <laughs> they oh my God. a little back and forth. Um, and then sort of uh, <laughs> remember that you guys are there. Um, let me show you, uh, the cool, these are what the chords look like. Oh, they're all so good. Yeah, they're just these little stone people with, like, scruffly little beards and, um, these little cloven hooves. And one of them has a little crown on her head, and the other one appears to not have quite that status, but they are together. Um, and the one with the crown on her head seems, she comes up and shakes uh, Vance's hand since she's the one who moved the piece and goes, now, thank you very kindly. Uh, uh, you're welcome. Can I do y'all four since you have been kind enough to win me my game? Uh, um, should, should we... Should we tell them about the about the thing we're looking for? I mean, our friend here had more business with you, but perchance have you seen a unicorn horn around here? Or know where one is? Oh, goodness me, a unicorn horn. The only unicorn horn 
aware of is um, Eladon and Lamorna's Lamorna's at the uh, pond back in um, Thither. Mm-hmm. Would you happen to know where her mate's horn is? Eladon? She asked us to find uh, out. Uh, no. No, I know that, um... I know that, uh... The hag back in... Thither... Um, took the, took the horn, uh, Eladon's horn, I think, and made him into that rocking horse she rides, that flying thing. Shit. But, no. but, um, I don't know where his horn would be. I would have assumed that the hag over there had it, but are you telling me she doesn't? Did you lose the damn thing? We didn't oh, I ask. We, did ask. we didn't ask her if she. Because I thought did we? She asked us if we were looking for a unicorn horn, or had plans on it. I do not remember. Because wasn't oh, one of her? God damn it! Actually, no. I might be misremembering. No, one of her quests was indeed yeah. finding the unicorn horn that she had misplaced. Yeah, she doesn't have it. But you didn't. You didn't follow up on where she thought it was. Shit. God damn it. Okay, we're gonna <laughs> go back. <laughs> um, the queen goes, Well, I can't give you all a unicorn horn, but I can do something for you. And she picks up a lump of rock from the ground, squeezes it tightly between her hands, and produces a sapphire. Shit. Now, which one of y'all would like this? Um, and just so you know, this does have a, um, the properties, it's a sapphire, so it's not this, um, item exactly but it does have the properties of a stone of good luck which means that um you gain a plus one bonus to ability checks and saving throws if it's on your person okay vansa do you want it or alec i think you guys are better suited for them uh i'll take it She hands it off to you, um, so don't forget that is on your person because you get a plus one to everything. And you guys, it doesn't require attunement in this okay, version, cool. so you can just hand it off to whoever in whatever circumstances. Just remember that you have it. Um, Gleam's gonna come forward at this point and be like, I was hoping that you could maybe lend me a courage or two, uh, so that I can save my sister. 
And the queen looks up to her, um, and goes, well, now, I don't know about all that. Mm. And as she sort of starts to think on it, um, your conversation is interrupted by a commotion. Um, the sound of pickaxes and the stone uh, being chipped away by hammers is carried along the wind. And the chords that you are looking at, the queen and um, this other chord that's with her, begin to sort of grind their teeth and stomp their hooves. The queen picks up a boulder, like twice oh. her size, chucks it a hundred feet sorry. in the direction of the noise and screams, Death to those brigandocks, a pearl of thunder! I hate them! I think this feud runs pretty deep. Is there a reason you guys hate the brigandocks, or...? I could go on and on, but the Brigginocks are helping that hag build wicked contraptions. I can't stand that noise that they make. Do you have any, like, proof of that, or...? Yes, one of our spies infiltrated the mine and overheard some of the Brigginocks talking about a secret tunnel that connects the mine to Motherhorn, where that hag lives. They gotta be in cahoots with her. I mean, the Brigadots think you're in cahoots with the hag. Us in cahoots with that woman? I think not. We are creatures of honor, unlike those Brigadots. Well, the Brigadots offered us their tunnel so we could get our stuff back from the hag. So I don't well, know. Well, I gave you a pretty stone. You did give us a pretty stone. <laughs> But I don't know if people working with the hag would just let us go into her house. Go ahead and try to roll me a persuasion check. It's a pretty high DC. I'll place it at Can 17. I get bardic inspiration? Can you give me bardic inspiration? Okay. Yeah. I'll give you bardic inspiration. Plus eight for bardic inspiration, right? Yeah, um, it's a D eight. Eighteen. You I, beat it by. I thought you were about to just say eight, and I was like, oh, I was counting. <laughs> I had to think of the number because I was doing math. Well, even if they aren't in cahoots with her, what do you propose we do about it? This feud has gone on for as long as I've been alive, which, honey, I will not tell you my age. But I will tell you it's been <laughs> quite a while. Is there any way we can settle this feud? Like, you give something to the Brigonauts and they give something to you? Like a olive branch? 
thinks for a moment. Um... Well... Maybe... We could possibly... Put aside our differences for a moment to help your friend here and unite our clans. Um, I mean, we could get rid of but they've got to be more. We've, they've got to be more respectful of our time and not be quite so loud. And they've got to share, they've got to share that tunnel with us, I think. Okay. Hold on, let me, let me talk to the others and he claps and a bunch of chords come streaming out of these megaliths. Um, apparently you were being watched the whole time by several of the leaders. Um. <laughs> this little chord plan and they come scrambling out of the megalis and goes now I'm sure y'all heard what was going on what else do you think they should give us for a truce and you hear a bunch of um in, in a language almost very similar to the Briganox um but just almost like a different dialect um they begin discussing amongst each other and she goes, no, I think some good quiet time every day and access to that tunnel would be enough for us, especially damn, I really thought they were in cahoots with that hag. But if they're not, I'm sure we can be friends. Um, yeah, that would that would be like the ideal outcome. Know what beef they got with us? Cause we're, I as far as I'm aware, we are perfectly fine. Well, I'm sure the mm -hmm. statues you've left outside their house didn't leave a good impression. And again, they thought you were working with the hag. She puffs up a little bit and she's like, it's not my fault if they can't take a joke, but I'd be willing to take the statues down. <laughs> That'd be a good start, I think. She nods and goes, well, if you could end a... Uh, very long feud between us and the Briganox, I would be much obliged to send some of my people with y'all to go save this woman's sister. But, first, and she claps and all of the chords sort of rearrange, um, and they start pulling out these boulders and they begin drumming on them and stomping their feet and jumping around. The sky seems to lighten 
a little bit. Um, and they're all sort of smiling wildly and dancing around and they beckon for you to join them. She goes, all deals must be uh, solidified with a dance. Like, what type of dance? Uh, it's this funny little jig that they're doing. Uh, I'd describe it as a cross between the Irish jig and, like, southern line dancing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Which character wants to solidify the oh. deal through dance? Okay. I can. I have I have a plus eleven to performance. Yeah, roll a performance check for me. I doubt you will fail this DC. Don't Don't say that. We've been rolling like ass almost this whole time. The dice just don't want to cooperate tonight. Let's yes! Go. I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> yeah. No. The chords teach you this traditional dance and seal the pact that, you know, um, in exchange for moderation between the chords and the Briganox, um, they will send some people with you to help get uh, Gleam's sister back, um, as well as whatever tasks you may have there. Um, also, what you learn from the dance, chorids have long, uh, hair that can almost be used as, like, steel rope. <laughs> what? How did I learn this from this dance? Hold on. Um. Because, um... A few of them see how well you're performing and decide to um, teach you a few things along the way. So now, Sabrina, you can at any time, uh, if any chord is willing to give you a piece of their hair, um, you can, as an action manipulate that hair in the same way that the chords do in this command hair trait. Oh my god. Hair whip. Ooh, hell yeah. That's great. The queen actually, as a token of appreciation for all of this and as a token of good faith, does cut off a piece of her hair for you to use. Oh! <gasps> Hell yes. Hair whip. I would be fucking cat now. So, this corrid hair that you have has an AC of 20 and it has 20 hit points. So if you want to put that in like a notes section somewhere, you are able to do all of this now. What I put in Yes. That. I will put it in my roll 20 in a second. But I do have the info now. When? What a wonderful performance. When should we go with you to visit the Briganox? 
what time is it? <laughs> We've been doing stuff all day. What time is it? You don't know. It's perpetually nighttime here. Oh, it was right, perpetually yeah. dusk. <laughs> How long have we been up? You guys have been up. Oh gosh, the last time you slept was at the pool. You guys are probably running pretty close to exhaustion at this point. You're running on oh, the sleep. Well, you're welcome to stay here. We will all go to bed in our megaliths, but you guys are welcome to spend the night here and we can head over in the morning. That's so much nicer than Glib. What, what's his face? Oh, like yeah, that guy. Nib. <laughs> Nib. Glib. <laughs> Nib. Love Nib. Um, yeah, he was really not a hated fan. that we stayed outside of this house. Once a landlord, always a landlord. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so you guys set up camp for the night, bunker down. Is anyone taking watch? <laughs> yes. Uh, who? I need someone to roll. Yes, does anyone volunteer to take first watch? I guess I will. Does anyone stay up with me? I only have a plus word of perception. Breach, breach will stay up with you. Hell yeah, breach! Yeah, breach will stay up for you and give you an advantage on your perception check. Okay, okay. Just the person I was wanting to talk to. Hell yeah. Let me roll my perception real fast, though. Oh, I rolled an 18. 18, cool. Um, you said you did want to talk to her, though? What did you want to talk to her about? <laughs> so, that's a good question. So, um... Hey, hey Breach. So, I just had, like, a, a question... What's up? This is honestly like kind of embarrassing to ask, but like, were mm, were uh you and Gleam ever like a thing? A thing. You mean like romantically? Mm-hmm, like a thing. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Fuck. Thank fucking God. <laughs> no, God, no. Unfortunately, Gleam is straight. We never had a thing. Oh, thank okay, cool. I just wanted to ask. I just wanted to make sure. Because... Like, I just didn't want it... <laughs> I, like, didn't want it to be, like, awk. <laughs> Just stop laughing. <laughs> You're asleep. <laughs> like, awkward. Like, if we had agreed to, like, go with this person and, like, it was, like, un like you know? <laughs> oh, you're worried that it might 
be awkward. Oh, God, no. Here I thought you were, like, into me, and that's why you were asking. No, Gleam and I were never a thing. You don't have to be <laughs> like, awkwardness. Fuck! No, 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 yeah. So, shit. Um, can I kiss them? What? <laughs> Please! <laughs> Yeah, you can kiss them. So Breach is sort of taken aback, um, but doesn't say no. You guys spend the rest of your time, I guess, just like making out. Hell yeah! I can't wait. Advance awakes up. So I think it's my alarm went off or my what? What the fuck? <laughs> so who is taking watch next? Because eventually <laughs> you have to break away from Breach and go to bed. Uh, I will. Yeah, yeah who's taking next so watch? Her is <laughs> the way she blushes. It ter- makes her like more of a purple color, and she just sort of like sets up her tent for the night. And is like, okay, good night, and then like a very purple color goes to bed. Oh, yes. what was that about? Yes. Um. Adult, like, no, you're not, you're adult stuff. You know, she just got the vibes. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. All right. For the night. Yeah, vibes. Okay, cool. Good. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> we just got each other's vibes. That's one way to say swap well, I'm, and spit. I'm, I'm happy um, for you. Stop. <laughs> Vansa, does this head and roll perception yeah. for me? Um, the dandelion Let's is helping go. you, so you have advantage. That is a that is a nat. Yeah, a nat Um, you spend the majority of your watch watching, and you are watching intently, but. Nothing seems to be going on right now. Um, do you want to talk to Amador about anything, or are you just content to do your watch and? I'm just like call it a day. Writing notes about Amador about like sentient plant life. So you spend the night doing that. Nothing seems to happen. Who are you waking up next? Alec, I'm assuming, because yeah. O-Police's yeah. person isn't here. Probably Alec. Okay. Alec, um, you and Sir Chalivar will take the next watch. Go ahead and roll Perception with advantage for me. Alright. 17. Ooh, a 17. Um... You, actually, because you take last watch. Um, let me pull up the random encounters here. <gasps> no, we have to fight something. Wake up and fight something first thing in the morning. It is nowhere near close enough for you to worry about, but... Off in the distance, you do spot 
a absolutely massive cyclops <gasps> with oh no. beehive sort of clipped onto this rod. He seems to be looking around for something. He doesn't come close, and he's nowhere near your encampment. But just for a good five minutes, you do see him off in the distance, and then he heads back to where he was walking before. Like, he never gets anywhere close enough to you to wake or worry your teammates, but you do see him. He's big enough that you see him in the middle of the night. But besides that, your watch seems to pass without issue. Unless you want to talk to Sir Talavar about anything. I don't think I have anything to say to him at the moment, thinking about it. Enough. Um, when he does see the Cyclops, he sort of cowers behind <laughs> you a little bit. Um, that's really all. Poor guy. To be fair, the Cyclops yeah. is huge, like giant status. I can't wait to get TP paid by that Cyclops. <laughs> we won't get TP paid if we give him his B back. Oh. <gasps> the queen bee? Dude, no, that means all the bees are tracking us. You don't know if- The bees go where the queen goes. You don't know if Polyne is the queen bee. All of these bees did look very large. But orange size? About orange sized, yes. That's a pretty big bee. Never mind then. Pretty fucking big bees. Hopefully no one's fucking allergic. <laughs> so you wrap up your watch for the night. And tomorrow, um, well not tomorrow, but um, next session we will try to mediate between the Briganox and the Chorids. Because it's ten. <laughs> and it's time to wrap Let's up. Let's go. All right. I'm sure so are we gonna oh, yeah. next better next session? Yes. Um, are we gonna aim for eight to ten now? Sweet. Okay. Yeah, we'll yeah. just do shorter two-hour sessions. Oh, wonderful! All right. Yeah, but yeah, I guess.